Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I'm excited to uh, share a message, and I'm sure it's going to be a fun and entertaining entertaining show with Riley Baez-Bradway, and I'm excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Daniel. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Fun, fun. I'm, I'm, I know we're going to have some fun because we just spent some time together talking about all kinds of worldly stuff, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I, am, I am a huge small talker, so this should be a fun conversation. Yeah. So, so I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit about your backstory and upbringing. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, so I got started uh, just really in, in media and all things communications, really from an early age. Um, it's what I ended up going to school for. It's why I moved out here to Rhode Island. Grew up in a very, very, very rural part of Connecticut. So not a lot of opportunities out there. Um, and I'd always been interested in audio recording. Uh, for anyone who's watching this on video, you can see the piano and the Marshall combo amp behind me. I've been a musician my whole life. I'm pretty sure I recorded uh, multi-tracked my first uh, cover song when I was 11 or 12. I was using Audacity and, and uh, a web, one of those stick webcam mics that sounds like someone's speaking through a can. Um, <laughs> so I've, uh, I've been interested in, in technology and recording and uh, just uh, digital media really since an early age. You know, I've been using computers since I was in diapers. Uh, I'm of that era. Um, so uh, went to school here, graduated from the New England Institute of Technology, which is an awesome school um, with a digital media production bachelor's degree and found my way to uh, my current company, Interview Connections. Uh, I'm, I'm in the leadership team there. I'm also a podcast booking agent there about two years ago. And it's been, it's been really fun to have a, 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 a more tactical hands-on application for my creative talents. You know, I've always, I've always loved implementing my personality and uh, creative writing skills in media. And this is a really, really nice way to bridge that gap. So I've really been, I, I've been interested in media my whole life and it's really fun to be working in that industry professionally. It's a tough industry, especially in uh, a small state like Rhode Island. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm blessed and very fortunate uh, to, to be working with this company. Right. That's great. So, so looking at how you were able to tie your, uh, and the reason I'm, I'm going to get into the reason why I'm bringing this up, but like, mm -hmm. if you look at your being able to bring your current talents, you know, the, the talents that you developed over the years into the actual career, because I think a lot of times people, when they're starting out doing something, they're trying to figure out how do I create these skill sets, right? Or, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't realize that they have gifts and talents already that they could bring to the table and find something that's in alignment with that. But how did you, how do you believe you discovered that? Or was it just so clear for you that, you know, this is, this is what you were, you know, driven mm -hmm. to do? Well, I, in, in my mind's eye, there are two sides to it. Um, and not to get too philosophical on everybody, but to get a little philosophical. Um, the way I categorize it, you have your wizard brain and your lizard brain. Your wizard brain is this, you know, I guess what you could refer to as the higher conscience that humans have developed, um, you know, that intellectual knowledge and, and skill set. Um, and then you have your lizard brain, which is your animalistic, 
you know, uh, you know, we, we are animals and we still have that, that instinctual side to us, right. It drives everything that we do. Um, and for the longest time, uh, my, my, everyone has a natural, uh, inclination for intelligence, you know, uh, w- whatever category it's in, whether it's more lizard or wizard or wherever that, that knowledge is naturally and how things click for them and how they learn. I've always been very much so on the wizard side of things, very like, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say book smart, like I'm patting myself on the back there, but, um, you know, it, comprehending instructions when they're written versus when they're verbalized. Um, one of the reasons I'm, uh, I'm such a hobbyist in, in language learning and linguistics is largely because of that. Um, but for the longest time, I, I, I never really felt like I had had, um, those, those interpersonal, um, more lizard brain skills, being able to read people in conversations, um, having more face-to-face time with people. Because even, you know, professionally and really uh, my whole life doing anything with media or anything on, in, in that case, if I wasn't performing as a musician, I was usually behind the scenes, right? Uh, you know, I, I worked for a couple of radio stations in college. I worked for a podcast production studio for a few years. I'm always behind a board, something with buttons, faders, knobs, all those sorts of things. And my communications with people would be mostly internal. And if I had to communicate with uh, guests or hosts or anyone who is, you know, even working as a, as a PA on a film set in college, I remember most of the time I was, uh, whenever I would talk with actors or anything like that, it was very minimal. So I went for the longest time thinking I was this introvert who wasn't good at talking with people. You know, when I was a kid, I was very reserved and shy naturally. And when I, when I started with interview connections, I learned very quickly that I had to further develop that skill set more quickly because of course, to, you know, I'm, I'm here. I have my, my very loud keyboard. I said, lucky I'm not typing on it. You'd be able to hear it. I'm sitting behind my keyboard here, sitting behind my, my computer. And a lot of my work and my outreach is reaching out and talking to people. And that that's not just through emails or social media. That's you know, a lot of things like this, we hear with you, Daniel, um, talking on Zoom, really getting to know people and connect with people on a level beyond just, oh, what do you do for your business? Oh, here's, here's, here's what we do. Let's talk a little bit, you know, it, really getting in, into that, that level of authenticity with people and developing those, those, those connections with people right off the bat. That was something that it, it was a skill I didn't even realize that I had until I was kind of pushed into it a little bit. You know, and I, and I think that's that's what it takes for a lot of people. Um, so so definitely being in not just in a, a booking agent position at Interview Connections, but also being in management to 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 a degree, you know, leading a team of four other agents. Uh, it, it really, really forces you to kind of look inward and examine yourself a little bit and you go, OK, if I don't suture up some of these these toxic patterns that I'm in or some of these bad habits that I use in my personal life, I'm going to project those onto my team and it's going to affect their performance and it's going to affect their, their demeanor and, and their attitude and how they show up to work every day. And I'm directly responsible for their success. So learning to, to, to rewire some of those previous, uh, some of those previous connections I'd made in my head and learning to, to even just the concept of sitting here and listening to somebody as opposed to trying to jump in and be a helper in every situation, because sometimes people just need to talk people. You just have to listen to people. People need to be seen. They need to be heard. Um, 
a little bit of a long-winded answer to you there. I, I did warn you I'm a little verbose, Daniel, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, it's it, it, working here and being in this position has, has really uh, encouraged me um, to not just through directly the work that I have to do, but also just through the company infrastructure here and how, how, how supportive um, upper management is here at, at fostering and developing those leadership skills for everybody from the ground floor all the way up. Um, it's, it's, it's been a fantastic experience and it's really, it's bled into a lot of other, uh, aspects of my life, right? Your personal life and your work life are, are hand in hand, right? They're two hands that wash each other. So, uh, it, those parallels I've been able to draw between things I learned in my personal life versus things that I've learned, uh, throughout my professional career and through my tenure here. Um, it's been, it's been absolutely fantastic to see, uh, those changes implemented in the positive impact they have. Right. That's great. And, and I, you know, I very well put in a notice around how personal, you know, affects every area of your life, right? Mm -hmm. How we show up in business, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's so, something we can't ignore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, especially for me, I know times in my career of different businesses I've been involved in, I've noticed there's times where I would compartmentalize and say, you know, it's just, you're just all driven business right now. And, mm -hmm. or, you know, at times compartmentalize even in health saying, okay, I'm just going to work on getting fit. And then, you know, there's always an area that would struggle a little because you're putting, giving more time to that specific area. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, and it's, and it's especially easy. I, I, I like that you brought up, um, you know, one of these, uh, it almost acts kind of as a, as a distraction, uh, something like really diving into fitness as opposed mm -hmm. to kind of working on your mental fitness a little bit. And of course, those two things go hand in hand too. Like those two things feed each other. Um, but I had a very similar experience when, uh, when I was fresh out of college, uh, you know, I was going, I, I think there was one stretch. I went to the gym 22 straight days, which is, <laughs> that's unhealthy. Like mm -hmm. to the point where, you know, I'm not letting my body, you're not letting your body recover at that point. Right. You know, you're not letting, you know, uh, you know, that that's, that's, I, I was unhealthily obsessed with it. And it was because mm -hmm. there were things internally that I wanted to distract myself from. And it's a very, it's an easily justifiable distraction too, because you go, I'm going to go into the gym. I'm going to get ripped. I'm, I'm going to lose weight, whatever your goals are. You know, I'm going to get really strong. I'm going to feel great. I'm going to have a lot of endurance. Cool. You know, it, it, that takes a lot of hard work and that's its own skill set in its own right. But once you're there, once you're, once you're in shape and once you, uh, you know, once, once you've got your fitness game down, those, those things that you've, uh, that anyone compartmentalizes and kind of just pushes to the back of their mind, they're still going to be there. And if anything, they, they will have just festered in the back of your head um, because you're not purging it. You're not getting it out. You're not addressing it. You're not doing the work. And it's, it's something that even now, even with all the awareness for it, I, I still do. I know everybody still does. And it's, it's something that is, it can be really detrimental um, over the long run. And, you know, you're just going to have all these skeletons sitting around that are just taking up space in your brain and your brain's supposed to be for <laughs> other, other awesome things, the things you actually want to do. Right. Okay. And then with what drives you to build you know, the business that you're involved in, right? Mm. And the, the role you play there, but is there, um, you know, because you're helping people get their message out, right? Yes. And so, but what's the drive for you personally, right? And showing up every day to do that. Yeah. I love seeing the results that it brings people. You know, mm -hmm. if we're going to talk about, uh, I'll, I'll mention like more concrete ones first. That's seeing 
whether it's an indirect or direct ROI for the mm. people who I'm working with, right? So as an agent, I have uh, a list of clients and they have various sized booking packages, you know, sometimes mm. 12 bookings, 24, 48, 52, whatever, whatever that is. We mm. offer a few different packages there. Um, but throughout the life of their account, because I, I know that's why we're working with us, you know, we're, we're, we're technically a subsect of internet marketing and PR, right? Mm -hmm. So even, and I'll, I'll reference this, this one in particular, I know um, uh, these clients also did a, a testimonial for us um, and, and I will shout them out. Louise Bedford and Chris Tate down in Melbourne, Australia. If you two happen across this podcast episode, hello, g'day. I hope everything is cool down there. Um, I've been working with them for, uh, I think, just under a year now. And um, not just not only are they just two really awesome people to work with, but one of the interviews I got Chris um, uh, booked on um, the show called, uh, I, I believe it was a show that was about how medical practitioners can uh, uh, do a side hustle or increase income in some other way to help build their business and build their personal income. Mm -hmm. And uh, Luis and Chris are both in share markets and global trading and global mm -hmm. business and things like that. So that's perfect for them. So Chris went on that show. And because of that, one person who is listening to that show, and it's a U.S. show, you know, so not even a show that's in Luis and Chris's, you know, home territory. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they got uh, one person. There was one person who ended up signing up for one of their trading programs. And just from that one sale, they made back their entire investment with us in one interview. So like just seeing that and seeing how excited the clients get and going like, like, yes, this is exactly why I got into this and started working with you guys. And, you know, the, the reason that they, they chose us versus, you know, it, you know we, we were really the first company to be doing uh, podcast interviews as a service. I believe our founder, Jessica, started doing this in 2012 or 2013. It's been quite some time. That's a long time in the podcast world. Right. And there, you know, there are other companies that have similar models, other, other companies that have that packaged into what they do for folks. But to know that these, these entrepreneurs and these really interesting people who are trying to get their message out, whatever that is, to know that they took their hard-earned money, their hard-saved money, and they invested that with us. And not just their money, but also their trust, Right. Because we're the ones who are, we are an extension of them. We are a branch of them when we're reaching out to these hosts and going, hey, I have someone who'd be perfect for your show. We have to have our stuff together on our end and we have to know who we're rep representing and be able to tailor our outreach to that. So to see not just the monetary, but also the emotional investment and that um, people being able to let their guard down a little bit and go, okay, I'm going to trust the process. Here's what I'm looking for go get me 24 bookings. And it, even just beyond uh, more tangible ROIs, just some of the conversations I've heard my, our, our clients have with hosts are just incredible. Ones that even some clients uh, uh, perhaps have been a little wary going into um, for, for, for whatever reason. We just kind of go, you know, we hear you, but we always encourage our clients to do these interviews and go, we're connecting you with these people for a reason, because we've been doing this for years. We have great connections with hosts. And even if it's a new connection with a host, we have vetted this show. We have vetted the person who hosts it. We've vetted the production of it. We know that this is going to make for a really great conversation and that this show's listeners are going to resonate with what you have to say. And because of that, just some, some of the interview, again, uh, something we were talking about a little bit before we started recording here, 
um, playing into fostering those leadership and communication skills, even just on my end. Of course, my end game at the end of the day is to serve my clientele and the people I work with and the people who have trusted me with their livelihood um, to, to grow that for them. But it, go, it really goes both ways. I've learned so much from some, some of my clients. I have a client right now who uh, her, her whole uh, sphere of knowledge centers around uh, dismantling the automatic ego and shifting from survival to thrival which is something I've, I've, I've been interested in for a long time. I love reading into, you know, philosophy and, and different things like that. But even just her introductory call with me was mind blowing. I went one, not only have I learned so much from you that I can apply to what I do with this company and in my personal life, but I know exactly how to, how to represent you to folks. And I, I can, I can speak from a place of authenticity when I'm writing my pitches and I'm tailoring my pitches and my outreach to people because I, I believe in, in what my client does. And I know that I know that they're, they're professionals and they have their stuff together and that's why they're working with us. So it's really just, it's fantastic to see the results that come out of it, whether it's a monetary ROI or increasing their, their network, uh, increasing their audience and just seeing the domino effect that can happen. You get connected with one podcast host, that podcast host is going to know people in podcasting outside of it. And the person who's the guest is going to know people outside of it. It's just, it's, it's awesome to see the, the, the branches kind of extend right. and see more opportunities arise even years after um, a, a client is done working with us. It's awesome. That's, that's great. And I always, I always love to hear that, you know, of, of what drives you, right? Because a lot of times yeah. I think, especially in the internet marketing world these days, you know, you see the flashy Lambos and all the other stuff that people use in advertising. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> You know, usually I always tell people, it's like, look, if you're totally, you're totally money driven, right. And you're not worried about, you know, taking care of the customer, right. Mm-hmm. Then this probably isn't going to last long for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you gotta, you gotta yeah, pay yeah. attention to the people who are the reason that you're in business in the first yeah. place. Like that's, that's, that's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so, um, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, where do I start? Um, I don't know. I, I have my, I have my hands in a lot of different cookie jars. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, uh, every couple of months I seem to have a, a new interest or something that, that piques my curiosity. I'm always looking to expand my knowledge of the uh, worldly things mm-hmm. and uh, different subjects and, and different, uh, different pieces of, of learning and academia and all that. Um, so like I mentioned before, you can see the instruments behind me. If mm-hmm. you're watching this, I've uh, been a musician my whole life. Um, I played in a bunch of bands in middle and high school, um, for the last 10 or 11 years, I've been making and DJing electronic music, which has brought me all over the United States. And, uh, I actually had my first, uh, my first show, my first gig in about a year and a half booked for uh, later this summer. So I'm very much so looking forward to getting behind the decks and making some people dance. That's going to be a ton of fun. Um, but other than that, uh, like I mentioned before, I'm a huge, huge linguistics nerd, um, Mm. I, uh, it, it's so much fun to learn languages and to learn etymologies of languages. And that actually plays into some of my work. Um, that aforementioned client, the one who talks about uh, ego dismantlement, um, even just her name, her name's Sophie, mm-hmm. um, the, the root of that word can be traced to ancient Greek. And the, the two roots of that word together combined roughly translate to uh, knowledge of a higher kind or someone who harbors experience and wisdom that very few other people have, 
which, you know, I worked that, you know, I worked that into some of my pitches for her. Like that's, you know, like what's in a name. I'm like, in Sophie's case, it's literally everything. So I, I love using that and being able to incorporate that um, into my work. Even if I'm, if I'm reaching out to a host, um, you know, we'll reach out uh, to uh, English speaking podcasts all over the world. I've pitched to shows in the Netherlands, uh, Finland, Estonia, Canada, Australia, Singapore, um, the, the Southeast Asia, Africa, like everywhere. And it's really fun for me to <laughs> look up like formal business greetings or like email sign-offs in their right. native language. Because mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, I just, I love to, I love to make those connections with people with the interests that I have and seeing them go, hey, thanks. I really, you know, I, I appreciate you making the effort to you know, because they, they know I probably don't speak that language. But the fact right. that I went out of my way to put that personal touch in it, like that's that's a lot of fun for me. Right. So, so yeah, love linguistics, language learning, connecting with people and learning about folks from different cultures. Um, I feel like everyone says this. I love to travel. Hasn't happened in a, in a long time, but right. uh, but I've been to I've been to a number of countries. Um, I had some really cool experiences in, uh, in France and Belgium and Iceland and, uh, got my wife and I got married in Ireland a few years ago. That's really fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, my wife and I live here in beautiful Cranston, Rhode Island. Uh, we love the city of Providence. We're about two miles South from there. And, uh, we live here with, uh, our little one-year-old cat who is an absolute menace, um, <laughs> in the best and worst ways possible. And, and yeah, we're just uh, we're just enjoying living life out here, and definitely enjoying um, uh, interview connections. Being a remote company now, mm-hmm. which makes things uh, really really uh, convenient. And I, I don't know if I'll ever go back to work in person unless I'm doing events or uh, you know a, a, a remote or something like that. Like just the the convenience of being able to to be home. It's 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 revolutionized our lives totally. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me and the things that I kind of geek out over. <laughs> the, DJ, the DJ thing definitely caught me off guard. Right? Mm, really? Well, this is, <laughs> I didn't um, expect that right? <laughs> in, in terms of, uh, in terms of an outfit that I'm wearing today, this is, this is even, even with this shirt that has a uh, little stitched bananas all over <laughs> it, this is pretty conservative compared to what I, what I normally wear. It's usually either all black or some kind of ridiculously loud, um, almost like you can't hear the other person talking over you loud type of colors. Um, I have a, I have an, ha- I have a half and half leopard print button down. One side is hot pink and the other side is, is like neon green. So, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I toned it down a little bit here just for professionalism's sake, but, uh, but yeah, I'm a, I will I'm a completely different person when I'm performing music, whether I'm playing an instrument or I'm DJing. Um, it's, it's like I'm stepping into an alter ego. It's, it's, it's a ton of fun. That's, that's cool. I like it. Right. So, yeah. and, and I think that that's a, uh, that's really important, you know, for people listening is, is, you yeah. know, it, to still continue to have fun. Like, I mean, yeah, you're going to have seasons in, in your work and what you do for a living in your business mm-hmm. that you might have to put a little bit more time in yep. to get things figured out, build mm-hmm. some more skill sets, but you always, you know, still get to bring it back to, you know, it's like, why are you doing all of this? Right. You know, it's like, yeah. what do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing? If you could do it every day, you know, and, mm-hmm. and how can you incorporate that more in your life? Yeah. 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 And for, for anyone who's listening, whether you're um, uh, an owner of a business or you, you work for a business, um, especially um, anyone listening who uh, might own a a small to medium sized company or a startup or something like that. That is one of the things that I've been most grateful for 
um, in my time working uh, at Interview Connections and, and being being in this being you know being in a management role and mm-hmm. just the the flexibility and the understanding that our, our two founders Jess and Margie and even our our operations um, uh, managers and all of our staff here that's one thing that is fantastic. Uh, we recently uh, we we actually revamped our uh, paid time off policy and you know we're, we're finally able to do that and just even in my personal life, I haven't taken that much paid time off yet since we implemented uh, our updated policy, but I've just noticed the incredible benefits that it's had for my teammates, for even in upper management, you know, just being able to take a personal day sometimes and just go, Hey, uh, (laughs) I got to take it easy. I got to clear my head. I got to come back refreshed. You know, you you can't, you can't, you can't keep pushing yourself when you're burnt out. You're just going to start doing terrible work at that point. So to anyone who's listening, who's in charge of hiring, or maybe anyone who is looking to be hired by somebody, make sure that whoever you're working for, whoever, you know, if you own a company, make sure that your offering is is, as much of that to support your employees and yourself as possible, because it's important. And there's, luckily, there's been a lot more emphasis on that in global business in general, in terms of understanding that employees are people, they're people first, (laughs) you know, at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, even when they're there and they're working for you and they're putting the work in, they're still people first. So take care of the people. And when they're your employees, they're going to take care of you. Um, And that's, that is absolutely something I've seen here at Interview Connections, just the positive ripple effect that that has on people on the ground floor, all the way through every department. It's been it's been incredible to see the environment that's been created um, and the the camaraderie between people and just that just that 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 mutual support that we all have for each other and understanding that yeah it's important to to get your pitches out and it's important to get your bookings in and keep your clients happy but you can't do that if if your head's not in the right space or if you're dealing with something in your personal life um, so yeah if if I want to impart one thing on anybody here it's to watch out for that in companies and if and if you you own a company and you have the means to be able to provide uh, benefit you know th- those those all important benefits for folks um, please do it please do it because I, I can't I can't overexpress how that's gonna that's gonna help your business and also that you personally just skyrocket in every way. Love it. Great stuff. Yeah. So as we uh, get, get ready to wrap here, mm-hmm. uh, how do people find out more about you? Well, um, you can head on over to interviewconnections.com. That's our website. We've got a ton of great stuff over there. Um, we have so many, <laughs> sometimes I even lose track of all the branches that we have and all the things that we're doing because, you know, really the whole time I've been talking about the company, I'm talking about us and our work as uh, our work booking our clients on podcasts and on live interviews and our pitch writing process, making one sheets, learning about them, all of that. Mm-hmm. We do a lot more than that too. Even just in the time I've been here, the amount of the amount of different things we've started to do and the different uh, networking webs that we've cast and built has been fantastic. Um, and one of those being our Facebook group, which I believe we're coming up on, I want to say 7,000 members, um, which is which is fantastic. Um, it's called the Guest Expert Profit Lab. If you go to interviewconnections.com forward slash group, that will redirect you there. That's our Facebook group. And uh, we're currently in the middle of a uh, free podcast guesting masterclass, which uh, our co-founders, Jess and Margie, are both hosting. Um, it's too late to register for that now, but we actually have another one coming up on starting on August 
August 2nd. So um, anyone who is free masterclass, um, uh, the replays will be available for folks. And that's really just going to be from soup to nuts. Everything that people need to, uh, to adequately prepare themselves, uh, not necessarily just as a podcast guest, but also as a host. If you're looking to host your own show, um, you know, how to show up, um, how, to, how to adequately prepare, equipment recommendations. And, you know, we'll have, uh, I was actually on, uh, uh, my, uh, one of my coworkers and I were actually uh, on one of these sessions with Jessica yesterday talking about our show research and pitching process. So, you know, just kind of lifting the curtain behind everything that we've learned over the last eight years and how we apply it and how other people can, can, can apply it too. So if anyone's interested in that, um, drop me a line. Uh, my email, uh, I'll just give out my email. Why not spam me? I have a, I have a spam <laughs> filter. Um, it's a uh, Riley, R I L E Y at interviewconnections.com. Um, I also have, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, but you can just reach out directly to me, uh, send me an email. I'm, uh, I'm always willing to talk, to chat with people about what they got going on. It's really fun to learn all of the, uh, all the crazy things you guys are up to. So, so reach out to me. Our next uh, free masterclass kicks off on August 2nd. And I'd love to, to see you all there. Okay. Well, I appreciate yeah. you being here, Riley, and taking the time to share what's going on and what's exciting in your world. And yeah, um, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing some video footage of this DJ opportunity you have coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Daniel, first, thanks for having me. Thanks a million. It's, it, this has been a ton of fun. I think at least in my adult life, this is actually of my adult life. This is my first podcast interview. So I, I I did a couple when, when, uh, when I was a teenager and a little bit when I was in college, but I haven't done one in a long time. Mm -hmm. And this was awesome. You're a great host. I really appreciate it. I love the conversation we've been having here. Um, And actually um, (laughs) remind me after we're done here, I can send you um, <laughs> a recording of a, of a, a live DJ mix that I did for an online event last October. Um, I'm wearing the aforementioned shirt, the really loud, oh. nasty shirt. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, you get to see me, uh, dancing like my father, like a 56 year old white man <laughs> with no, with no hand-eye coordination, just kind of clunking and funking around. Right. Um, yeah, playing some really weird music and, uh, uh, yeah yeah i'll be sure to i'll be sure to send you some of that weird stuff so you can uh, you can get a sense of uh of who i am outside of this <laughs> fun stuff right yeah so, well I, again thank you for being here i appreciate your time and uh, yeah. keep keep uh helping people get their message out there in the world and impacting more people oh i plan on it thanks for having me daniel i appreciate the time we want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the all in podcast show For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.